Before we get to this week's episode of Between Two Mics, I want to tell you about another show which I think you're going to like. I'm Mike Dilk, and I'm the host of the Relax Back UK show. It's a podcast all about health, covering everything from stopping smoking, allergies, burnout, wound healing, exercise, skin cancer, and much, much else. You can find it on UK Health Radio by Googling the Relax Back UK show. Okay, let's crack on with this week's episode of the Squadcast podcast. Welcome to Between Two Mics, the podcast that brings you remote recording resources from Squadcast.fm. I'm Rock Felder, co-founder and CFO of Squadcast. And I'm Zach Moreno, co-founder and CEO. On Between Two Mics, we bring you interviews with podcasters, experts in the field of remote recording. We discuss current events in podcasting and so much more. Twice a month, you'll hear a Founders episode. That's just the two of us chatting about all things remote recording. Updates to Squadcast, what we're up to, and what we're listening to. The other two weeks of the month, we'll bring you interview episodes. Zach and I will sit down with experts in the podcast space to discuss their companies, their podcasts, their thoughts on podcasting, creating content, and more. The most exciting part? We're recording all of this on Squadcast, the best place to record remote audio and video interviews in studio quality. So let's get between two mics. Hey, listener, Rock here. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Between Two Mics. This is a series we're calling Squad Stories. While Zach is away, we thought it'd be fun to bring you interviews with the rest of the Squadcast team. But as always, we want to hear your squad story. So please head over to squadcast.fm slash share to submit a squad shot, an audio clip, or really anything. We just want to amplify you on all of our socials. For this episode, we talked to Vince Moreno Sr., or as we call him, Big Vince. Vince is the CIO here at Squadcast. And Vince and I, we chat about the beginning of Squadcast, what does he do as our CIO, and what it's like having both of your sons be your bosses. Thanks as always for listening. We hope you enjoy. All right, Vince Senior, thank you for joining me on Between Two Mics. Is this your first podcast interview? It is actually, yes. Oh, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for uh, trusting me with your first one. <laughs> well, if there's anybody I can trust to be gentle with me for my first time, I, it'll be you. Oh, well, thank you. Well, we do share a birthday, so we are Gemini. So I think we have that. We share that connection. June 5th. Yeah. Well, happy to share it with you. And thank you for saying that because, uh, you know, I, I do think it would be interesting dynamic having your son interview you. But uh, that's why you're here today because he, he's taking a break and uh, for the best reason ever. So before we get jump right into the interview, congratulations on becoming a grandfather. Oh, thank you very much. It's, it's very, very exciting. We've, we've had a chance to, to we live in different cities, so we've had a chance to visit and, and see him. Awesome. And uh, just a beautiful baby and couldn't be more proud. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah, I, I had I was fortunate enough to meet young Sagan uh, yesterday, actually. So that was really cool. He's a long baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little bit of big Vince in him. He, yeah, and well, he's we were both the same length at birth. So 
you, you might be right there. So before we get into like talking about your work here at Squadcast, you know, you're a data and security guy, but you also help on out on support. I really wanted to dig into like, who are you? I mean, obviously you just became a, a new grandfather, but who who is Vince and or AKA Big Vince, as we call you? I'm uh, I'm just a guy. <laughs> I've done a few things in my life as far as uh, career wise and, and a few other uh, uh, milestones, mostly uh Worked for the state government here in California, doing a variety of things, uh, quite a wide variety of things, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. But also, I I, I love to go camping and uh, enjoy uh, playing poker. And uh, just you know, being around with now with my wife and, and uh, our our growing family. Absolutely. So when your son Zach, our our CEO, asked you or proposed this idea of a startup that has now become Squadcast back in. Oh, what was it? It's got to, it had to be in like fall of 2016. I actually have a uh, footage of us. Uh, I recorded like a, a, a selfie video of like our, for, our first meeting between you, Zach and I. And it was kind of funny to hear the top topics we were talking about. Uh, but when he first approached you with that idea, like what, what was that like? Well, um, like a lot of folks my age, one of my first questions is, what exactly is a podcast again? <laughs> so <laughs> I've, I've been, uh, well educated in that area now, but uh, he explained it to me and and uh, made made a lot of sense. And with his background, uh, he, he has a degree in web design and web development, and has gone on. And, and he had a little bit of a career before Squadcast as well, doing things in in that realm. But when this idea came about, it, I felt it was one of the most amazing things that could happen because the the group of people that we had around us to to get this started zach with his web design and web development you were in the uh financial corporate world so Mm -hmm. understanding how business side of things operate was really important and like i said i've done a wide variety of things so i'm always interested in trying something new um and incorporating the things i i am familiar with so it was uh just amazing and then you know the the rest of the team as it developed the, the perfect group of guys to, to get things going. You know, you know, our, my other son, Vince Jr., is our chief audio engineer and chief of support as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Alex, who uh, went to college with Zach and, uh, for web design and, and taking on our the design of our platform. It just uh, everybody had a, the right set of skills and experience and willingness to give it a try. So to me, it it was a lot of fun, a very interesting project to hear about and, and to ultimately be asked to be part of. So no apprehension or no uh, when asked mm. to do this? No, because um, you did jump right in there with us very quickly. And also like, yes, you've had this long career, you know, as a, as a DBA or just, you know, familiar with data and, and, and security to some degree as well. Right. But you've learned a lot of new stuff though, too. It's not like you're, what you did got you ready for this. So what's that been like having to, you know, take this ex- long experience that you've had, but apply it to a startup and then pick up new skills along the way, which, you know, has been incredible from my perspective. That certainly was a, I won't say a concern, but uh, an obstacle my tech career was in a specific environments um, and coming into starting Squadcast, the environment that uh, we wanted to take advantage of here 
is very different than what I was used to. So, you know, talking about data, I'm, I'm used to tabular format with using a structured query language or, or something very similar to extract what you're looking for and, and produce the reports. But uh, we went a very different direction. So the, the way of learning different ways to to capture and, and extract data. This has been a, a few instances where I've had to, to learn on the on the go, which I, I'm not have never been opposed to. That's uh, uh, a lot of things in my career. It was just that something looked interesting, and and I was given the ability to to go investigate and see what I could do with it. And luckily, I've been able to do what was needed. Absolutely, yeah. That's been a core competency for us here at Squadcast is like learning stuff. On the fly, uh, one of the terms that Zach and I heard early on that really hit home for us was like this just-in-time learning, like you're learning things right at the time that you need it, and then not just learning it, but applying it directly. And I just think that shows like the incredible attitude that you've had through this all along the way. And to continue on that, something also that's unique about your position here is, uh, you know, your son is your boss. Actually, both of your sons are technically your boss. Zach being the CEO and, and head honcho, he's the ulti ultimate boss, but then you're working on support. So you are following orders and instructions from Vince Jr., who is our head of support. So what's that been like for you? <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, fun, I guess. Is a, I keep using that word or coming back to it, but that's what it is. You know, I, I've, when you're, when you're, Kids are growing up. You never think you're going to be in this position. You, mm. know, you, you hope that they're going to do well and maybe the, this, this situation can come about, but you never know for sure. So I continue to be amazed every day by not only Vincent Zach, but everybody on the team at, at how well everything um, just comes together and how everybody does their job so well. And, and the relationships that we've got, uh, you know, we started off as, as just, uh, five guys trying to to see if this is a something that customers are want and we've grown it into a team of 13 with uh, a few ladies uh, uh, several advisors um, mm -hmm. uh, it's just fun because I get up and I start looking at things and yeah and support you can hear some people's frustration sometimes with if things aren't going how they might expect it or if they're not aware that certain things need to be done certain ways, then mm -hmm. it can get frustrating. But by the time uh, the conversation ends, I, I won't say all the time or even most of the time, but there are enough times where the conversation ends with, you know, I, I guess I was just uh, a little frustrated, but thanks for your help. You guys are awesome. The product is doing great. So it's more like helping rather than just listening to people complaining. Yeah. And, and like you said earlier, um, you were relatively new to podcasting, you know, kind of needed to know what it is, where to find it, all that type of stuff, which is pretty, you know, back in, even in 2016, that like, uh, there was a lot of people like that, but what, what's it been like from your perspective to serve content creators? I got to imagine it's a little bit different of a, of an end user than what you're used to back at your previous jobs. Uh, yes and no, more, <laughs> more no than yes, actually, as mm. far as a, a difference, people are people. And so you know, when they're, they're using something they haven't used before, they need to learn how to do it. Then as long as you're familiar with what to tell them, then things go fairly well. You know, there there's so many variables within uh, this, this world that mm -hmm. it, it takes some getting used to or some figuring out to make sure you've got what your equipment can do um, set up so that it can do it within our platform. Well, you certainly got the demeanor for support. You got to be kind of 
cool, calm and collected because, uh, you know, I definitely was leveraging on my experience as a, as a food server where what I figured out very early on was like, if a uh, order was messed up, whether it was my fault or not, they kind of didn't care. They just wanted to know that I understood that they weren't happy and like figure out a way to take care of them. And, um, I just viewed that as like an opportunity to wow them, make their day, turn it around. And I, th- I think that's our ethos with support as well, is that it's an opportunity for us to demonstrate how much we care and how much we understand that time is of the essence. That's one of the magical things about Squadcast is people are like connecting and having conversations and building relationships with people, but also it could, time is of the essence. Like there's a, a sense of urgency that it needs to work in that amount of time. Have you done customer support like this before, or uh, was this a new endeavor for you? Actually, um, for about seven to eight years in two different uh, state agencies, I worked in the, the customer call center or public service, you know, whatever they called them at, back at that uh, point, talking with members of the general public and in some cases specific uh, groups of people who needed the services of the, the department I worked at. A little bit of a thick skin, you know, you hear things like you people <laughs> all the time, which is an easy you know, I, I'm not disparaging anybody who says that, but when you hear it over and over and over again, it, it can start to grind on you and, and other sure. things like that. You know, when you just people in a bad situation, letting us know how they're feeling. And, you know, if you, if you don't the right type of personality, you can take a lot that a lot of that to heart and, mm-hmm. and not do very well in a position like that. So you make a good point. It, it's uh, you need to be able to have a, a little bit of thick skin and, and the personality to say, okay, you're not upset with me personally. I understand that mm-hmm. you've got a situation and I'm here to help you. So let's get to it. So that's, that's I think, my own personal way of approaching support is just to make sure that the people understand that we're, we are trying to help. We're, we're here to help and we, we like helping. It's a, it takes two to tango with that. And and following up on your point that, you know, one of the things for me when I was doing support was like, it's easy to feel like, you know, if you're getting one unhappy customer that like, oh my gosh, is everybody feeling this way? But then, you know, you, you look at the data, thanks to you for <laughs> setting up that up and providing that. But looking at the data, was it was incredibly relieving to see that, okay, yes, we're dealing with these people that we want to turn it around. We want to make their day. We want to make them have a good experience. But thankfully, based on the data, like that's not the majority. And I think like that's helped reset my sense of reality because I think it, it can be kind of easy to get out of touch with reality and support because all you're dealing, you know, how often do people just reach out on support to say, Hey, I hope you're having a nice day. Usually it's, they need something or, you know, something's wrong from their perspective. So it's almost always not the best situation to be uh, communicating with someone. So the, the, the vast majority of our, our customer base are not reaching out to support for help. And, you know, I, I see that as a huge huge positive uh, for the company because it shows that the the platform is stable and is performing for the vast majority of the situations as it should, which is ultimately what you want when you bring a product to market, right? Is is that people, Mm -hmm. it works for people and they like it. So when, when something does come across that's, you know, seems like it's insurmountable or, or a, a huge problem. You know, we discuss it with the, the team or, or with other folks on, on in the in other areas. But it's it's never a feeling of anxiety or, or doom or anything like that because 
whatever it is, it can be resolved. Technology mm -hmm. is, is, can do whatever you tell it to do. So we just need to find out what we've told it to do wrong and fix it. Let's take a short breather. We'll be right back. Hello, Squadcaster. Arielle, your community manager here with a quick message. At the beginning of this episode, you heard a pre-roll ad from a Squadcast customer. They told you a bit about their podcast and then gave us a nice introduction into this week's episode of Between Two Mics. If you record your podcast on Squadcast, you can submit one of these pre-roll ads too. We want to show off your podcast. For details on submitting an ad for your show, head to squadcast.fm slash share. That's our new content submission page. In addition to voice clips, you can submit squad shots, feature videos, and more. Again, head to squadcast.fm slash share. Super easy URL to remember. It's squadcast.fm slash what? Share. Squadcast.fm slash share to submit your voice clip so that we can feature you on this podcast. Okay, let's get back to the show. <laughs> well, that's one of the things I've learned from you when making, uh, you know, requests for certain data or types of reports to, you know, gain some insights uh, on, you know, what our customers are doing or, you know, how the app is performing and functioning and stuff like that. And that's one of the things you always tell me is like, I could pretty much get you whatever you want. You just got to tell me and I got to figure out, you know, how to how to get you what you want kind of thing. But that's always been super amazing to me. But uh, I do think it, it it sounds similar to the, the technical side of things, too, which uh that's why I think engineers are freaking rock stars because it's like so amazing what they can do. And if people only knew like all the stuff that goes into the experience, like I think we would, you know, have a, a much greater appreciation for not just like Squadcast, but like all technology, like the way that it works, you know, how it works 99.9999% of the time. And of course, that time that it, it doesn't work, that it's it can be frustrating, whether it is, you know, Zoom or Squadcast or Facebook or whatever, like, yeah, it can be frustrating, but it's just because we're so used to how good it works and how, you know, how much we, we almost take it for granted sometimes, I think. Oh, yeah. It's real easy to, to become comfortable with the technology and, and expectations of technology technology is is very easy to get comfortable with and and get frustrated with if it doesn't work the way we think you know? i i will freely admit that i have never thrown a, a remote control but or, or, <laughs> you want or to. computer out the window but it, <laughs> i think we've all had that feeling before Getting sometimes i want to throw it at the tv and that makes no sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I know you've mentioned that your experience thus far with Squadcast has been fun, which I'm happy to hear because I mean, shoot, if it wasn't for this, you'd probably be actually enjoying your retirement, which should be fun. So I'm glad at least some way you're enjoying it. You're having fun regardless. But I want to know, like, what are you looking forward? Like, what are you most excited about for Squadcast in your role uh, with Squadcast? That's kind of a an interesting question because... Everything that I hope for for Squadcast has come true. <laughs> we're we're doing well. We have a, a very nice customer base, and and back when we went to uh, the first event that we went to, I think it was in Anaheim uh, Podcast mm -hmm. Movement that year. There was there was nothing but doubt. You know, we didn't know if the community even wanted what we were planning. Sure. So a lot of those conversations are, this is what we're planning. What do you think? <laughs> and so we got a, a lot of answers from folks and we listened. And 
that that's another aspect I think that's uh, different about our company is that the platform that we had back then was very very different than than what we have now. Totally. And the reason for that is all that feedback from all the events and the, the support questions or, or concerns. All of that has had an impact on the, the existing platform. A perfect example of that, but, but it's not by means not the only example, is video recording. It was never in the original plan at all, um, but customers said they, they wanted it, and we looked at how we could get it done, and we did it. Took us a, a little bit of while. It'd be uh, time to, to get it in place, but not in the grand scheme of things. Um, considering when we first decided we wanted to to see about getting it incorporated, and when it finally did. But lots of customers have told us uh, about different things that they want to see within the platform, and it's just really nice to to try and incorporate everything we can. And we usually can. It's just a matter of timing, you know, because we plan things out like all the other companies and we have things that we're we're expecting to be releasing within every few months. So you have to work on those things to make sure they get out and and, uh, are working properly. But once they are, then you look at the next list of items that people are asking for. And that's usually where we start. To, To get back to your question about, what am I? What I hope for from Squadcast? It's, I. It's a tough question for me to answer. I'm, my my sons are are working in a company that they've uh, built with their friends and doing quite well and and starting families now. So as a parent, that that's all you can hope for. Sure, you know things can always um, be improved upon. Mm-hmm. But we do that on a regular basis, so you know it's. I'm I'm a happy man where we're at now. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and whatever happens now is is just gonna. I'm still always going to be happy with it. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that, and hopefully continue to have fun. But it's it is funny that you bring that up because the the deeper I get into this game, I start to realize how there's like opposing thoughts like constantly in my head. So like on the one hand, I'm totally feeling like you know, things can always be better. I want to just get better. Like all I can see is, you know, improvement or opportunities for growth and all that stuff. But then on the other hand, I I totally, you know, now that we're reminiscent on it, I totally agree with you that like, we're already kind of winning here because like, you know, just getting it off the ground, just being able to, you know, have the business, like have real customers that love the product who are willing to pay for it. And then seeing our praises and get other people to use the platform is like, incredible. And and like, you know, pretty much ever since that first paycheck from Squadcast came, like that was a huge moment for me too, where it's like, wow, this thing that we created is now like helping us live, like providing an income for all of us and all of our families. And so like, those are huge moments where, uh, cause for me, uh, on a personal level, like I wanted to start a business. Like I wanted to check that off the list just to see if I could do it or what that would be like. I think going through the rest of my life and just not doing that would have been uh, an incredible failure. So in some ways, like, you know, mark that what if off the box and then just being able to like, where it's like getting to a point where it's working and it's, it's, uh, it's um, performed beyond expectations. But at the same time, it's like, well, this is exactly what I expected and what we should be doing. So uh, I struggle with that sometimes. So it's good to have this conversation with you and kind of reset and realize that like, uh, this is amazing already. And it's, uh, 
I'm just even more excited for it to continue. I think like, yeah, taking that original founding five of us is a, was a really special time, but I'm also really enjoying bringing new people into the mix. People that are extremely talented, have wonderful personalities who are making us like making me as a leader and an individual better, but like clearly making the company better too in so many ways. And it's just like, it's heavy sometimes, but I I can't believe that, that we're here and uh, just, it's just inspiring to just keep, keep going and and keep doing more. You're you're absolutely right. And competition that, that we have, we have more of that now. Yep. <laughs> Makes the, the daily, um, day in and day out stuff a little more, uh, stressful, maybe even thinking about what others are doing and how we might, uh, stay ahead of them or, or, you know, if we even want to go in directions they want to go or they're saying they're going, that kind of thing can get on you. You know, I just keep coming back to, to looking at our customers and, and the things they're saying to us. Uh, both in person and in support, uh, indicates to me that, that we're doing something right. And that's all you can hope for in business. Right. And yeah, competition has certainly increased. And, um, you know, originally it was like, it's easy to feel threatened, but I've actually started to see it as a, as a good thing because uh, it does show that like the work that we're doing here is meaningful, that this is a category that we are creating called the cloud recording studio. And, you know, it's worth, worth, fighting over. And I think, you know, the increase in competition is indicative of that. But then also I do like, I'm the type of person that actually likes pressure and accountability and responsibility. Like I kind of run to it because it, it, it brings out the best in me. And I think it's bringing out the best in all of us as a, as a team, uh, whether it's, you know, our individual contributions, which of course build up to this larger, uh, contribution as a team. So, it's been pretty awesome seeing everybody unify and like really come together and uh, again, just like make the experience continue to delight our customers. That's really, it's all about as long as we're delighting customers, like you said, it sh- it should all, it should all work out. So I am very optimistic about that. And, you know, think what we're doing is very unique and different. Like people know our faces, people know who's behind this platform and, you know, that's not always the case. And, but that is, uh, that's our strength. So we're going to lean into it a lot. So that's why we're having stuff like this podcast here, the Squad Story series. And so before I let you go, though, I do want to know, though, what what are you most excited about for you, Vince? I mean, uh, separated from Squadcast, like what, what are we looking forward to? I, I mean, I'm hoping you're actually going to retire at some point, but what else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> that would be nice. But uh, the, as far as uh, personal plans and, and goals, I think getting to know uh, my grandson a lot better is is very very high on the list, and mm-hmm. and uh, certainly there's there's uh, you know a lot of uh, hobbies and things that I like to do that uh, woodworking, camping playing poker, those kinds of things are, are what I like to do. Those are the things that I generally gravitate to when I'm not working. But, you know, anybody who's been around a little baby that's, you know, only a, a few days old, it's that's going to get you for quite a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. And I'm sure there's a, well, I'm not sure, but I would imagine that's uh there's more to come in that realm too. So a lot to look forward to. And I can't believe we just brought up your, your, your poker experience now. I should have uh, asked about that because that's a very uh, unique thing and interesting about you. And maybe tell the audience what's your uh, claim to fame when it comes to poker. Cause it's pretty, it's a pretty fun story. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I had a great time. Basically, um, I got, uh, 
uh, introduced to this uh, group of people who had started what they called a, a poker league, uh, join the league for um, a little bit of money and you play some tournaments throughout the year and you get points for where you finish in the tournament. And the, the folks who did the best over um, the course of the year, that, that entry money was put together and, and given to us as a uh, prize money, but it had to be used as an entry fee into an event at the World Series of Poker. Yeah. So that's a certainly a worthwhile goal for a lot of poker players. <laughs> and uh, so I made it mine and, and I was lucky enough. I was in the league for four years and um, I was able to go to play in the World Series three times. So I was very, very excited to to get to go to Vegas and sit down with some of the top names. And one of the, the times I was knocked out was uh, by somebody very famous. And it uh, made being knocked out of the tournament a lot easier, certainly. Um, but <laughs> you you, you want to do well, but I don't know if I should mention any names. But uh, it was uh, somebody from Hollywood that I, I ran into with some cards and, and they got the best of me. So Emphasis on the wood in Hollywood, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knocked him out. Excuse me. I forgot that he knocked oh, you out, but either yeah. way, it's still a funny story. Yeah. A pair of nines usually doesn't do good against a pair of aces. So <laughs> Ooh. I'm not a poker player. Uh, that's one of the manly things I'm not familiar with, but uh, I, I do know that. <laughs> one time I did get, uh, I think within about an hour and a half of actually earning some prize money there. Uh, but that's the closest I got. Just again, all the people, you know, it, it, it's just a lot of fun and, and you're doing something that you enjoy. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that story and uh, appreciate your time here today. Thank you so much for joining us for this interview. It was fun talking to you about, you know, your role here at Squadcast, digging a little bit deeper in your new life as a, as a grandfather, hearing, you know, your experience and perspective in customer support and yeah, getting to little, know you a little bit better uh, as this uh, poker player. I think it fits with your demeanor. So it makes a lot of sense why you're good at it. Thank you very much. And I, and I appreciate uh, you having me on. Uh, like you said, uh, I'm new to this experience and I, I appreciate that getting the opportunity and, and talking is not difficult. So <laughs> <laughs> have a great time. I'm very grateful and, and thankful that, to, to be part of it. Well, you're very welcome. Can't wait to share this with our listeners. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Between Two Mics. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you learned something or we intrigued you a bit, let us know on social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn by searching for Squadcast FM. And if you want to show the podcast some love, you can leave us a rating or review wherever it is you're listening right now. This show is put together by us, Zach and Rock. It's mixed and produced by Vince Moreno with help from Ariel Nissenblatt. Our logo is designed by Alex Wedby. Since we're a podcast about podcasts, we want to shout out the brands and products that we trust. We're recording using Squadcast.fm, and here's our current stack. For recording, we're using ATR 2100 mics, Apple AirPods Max headphones, and Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 audio interfaces. We edit the show on Adobe Audition, and our hosting site is Simplecast. That's it for us this week. We're back next week with more from Between These Mics.